this is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 64. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and anywhere else that you might listen to the show, and to ask you to go ahead and share it out on social media and elsewhere with your friends and family and ask them to give it a listen, a subscribe, and a rate and review if they would be so kind. So first up this week, firmware for the Canon EOS 1DX Mark III coming in early April to address an issue. It has been confirmed that the following phenomenon may occur during the use of the EOS 1DX Mark III digital SLR camera. A new firmware release is planned in early April. Once the firmware is ready, we will make an announcement on our website. We apologize to users who may have experienced inconvenience due to this issue. The phenomenon is when the camera is used with the electronic level set to show in the viewfinder display. In rare cases, the camera may not perform normally when operating the AF on button or the shutter button. The affected product is the EOS 1DX Mark III, of course, with firmware version 1.0.0. A potential workaround, you use the hide setting for the electronic level in the viewfinder display. The setting procedure for this is menu, setup tab 2, second tab, viewfinder display, electronic level, set to hide, the default setting is already hide. In early April 2020, Canon plans to release a firmware update to address the phenomenon that is listed here previously. And this is coming from CanonRumors.com. Next up, six unreleased Canon lenses and the two teleconverters show up for certification. Eight unreleased items have shown up for certification according to Nakashita. At least one of these lenses is likely the Canon RF 100 to 500 F4 to 7.1, excuse me, ISUSM, along with the two teleconverters. None of these SKUs match the Canon RF 24-105 F4-71 ISSTM, which recently began shipping. Unreleased Canon lens SKUs are 3986C005, 3987C005, 4112C005, 4113C005, 4114C005 and 4234C005 and the there is no listed lens or uh, uh, SKUs for the RF14 and 2X teleconverter so we'll have to wait and see what all the SKUs entail. Canon celebrates 17th consecutive year as number one shareholder of global interchangeable lens digital camera market. Now, this is coming from Canon in Melville, New York, as of March 26th. Canon develops the key imaging system components featured in its EOS EOS series of interchangeable lens cameras. The CMOS image sensors, image processors, and interchangeable lenses under the core concept of speed, comfort, and high image quality. Offering a wide-ranging product lineup from high-performance flagship models that are likely trusted, 
or that are highly trusted by professionals to entry-level models that allow users to enjoy high image quality shooting with easy operation. Canon continues to support the diverse needs of its customers. During the dawn of the digital SLR cameras, Canon introduced its breakthrough EOS Digital Rebel, the EOS KISS Digital or EOS 300D in other regions in September of 2003. This groundbreaking camera, which was competitively priced and featured a compact lightweight design, captured the top share of the global market and set the stage for growth in the digital SLR market. Since that time, Canon has continued to launch a range of groundbreaking products, including the professional model EOS 1D series and the EOS 5D series, which paved the way for digital SLR video recording. Canon introduced new possibilities for photographic expression with the launch of the EOS R system in October of 2018, including such products as the EOS R full-frame mirrorless camera and RF lenses that fully leverage the company's optical technologies. The new products helped further expand the Canon EOS system. In 2019, Canon launched a wide range of products, including the EOS RP full-frame mirrorless camera in March and the EOS 90D DSLR in September. In striving to further expand its lineup, Canon managed to secure the number one share of the global market for the 17th consecutive year. Canon is also currently developing the EOS R5 full-frame mirrorless camera equipped with a newly developed full-frame CMOS sensor and featuring high-speed continuous shooting for still images and 8K video recording. The company is also currently developing seven RF lenses and two RF lens extenders, including the RF 100-500 F4 5271LIS-USM and plans to release them throughout the course of 2020. Canon will continue to refine its diverse imaging technologies based on its core optical technology to expand and create a stronger EOS system for both DSLR and mirrorless cameras. These innovations, are, innovations open up new avenues of image capture to meet the needs of increasingly diverse users and to promote the spread of photo and video culture. And that source is coming directly from Canon USA in Melville, New York. And I'm not surprised to see that Canon is the number one interchangeable lens camera manufacturer for the 17th year in a row. Don't get me wrong, Sony does have fantastic cameras and they have been the leader in mirrorless full-frame technology, but that era is coming to an end later this year. And the reason why I say that is as it's been mentioned in previous episodes of this podcast, Canon has already announced that the EOS R5, which will be out tentatively in July, it could be delayed because of current circumstances, will have a 45 megapixel sensor IBIS or in-camera image stabilization on the body on the sensor itself. It's also going to have dual card slots, 8K video that is completely uncropped, 12 frames per second mechanical, 20 frames per second electronic focus. So guess what? That brings Canon up to speed as far as technology with Sony. And as I mentioned a long time ago when the EOS R was first announced, I have said repeatedly on this show and told other photographers in the real world that it would only take Canon 18 to 24 months to catch Sony. And guess what? It's been not quite two years and Canon is already catching up as I predicted they would. 
Next up this week, Canon confirms that the EOS R5 is the 5D series equivalent for mirrorless. In an interview with TechRadar, Canon's product marketing specialist, David Perry, talks about the Canon EOS R5 and where it fits. On the ergonomic decisions for the Canon EOS R5, quote, We've got the joystick on here instead of the multifunction bar. Everybody knows the multifunction bar on the EOS R got a mixed response. Some people really love it. Some people couldn't stand it and didn't want anything to do with it, he said. So maybe going with this is a safer bet. More people are used to the multi-controller. Quote, because this is a 5 Series, more people at that kind of level will expect functions similar to what you get on the 5D, he added. Question, does the name EOS R5 mean this is a 5D level product? Quote, it's aimed at that level of the market. This isn't a replacement for the 5D4 or anything like that, but this is a mirrorless 5 series. It's aimed at that segment of the market. Which makes sense because in film days we had the EOS 5, then the digital SLRs, we had the 5D, and now we've got the R5. It's all about the same sort of level he added. Question, how is Canon solving the heat issue of shooting 8K in such a small body? Quote, we've been doing this for a while now, and we've learned a lot of techniques to dissipate heat on other products that we have in our lineup. For example, being able to move components around and being able to have them further away from each other, he said. Quote, and being able to dissipate heat using different materials has been something we've been pretty proud of on our products. This is something we've learned using both our camera and our video cinema EOS series with that technology as well. So there's a lot of technology that we know we know is now coming together and giving us the ability to really step up these specifications, David replied. I expect an official announcement for the Canon EOS R5 in April or May. An obvious question a lot of you have is whether or not Canon will make an EOS 5D Mark V there is nothing to confirm at this time. Some people still believe it's coming. I do not. I've said this in numerous episodes in the past. I don't honestly think Canon's going to release an EOS 5D Mark V when here they're already confirming that the R5 is basically the 5D replacement. <laughs> Canon closes California, New Jersey, and Illinois service facilities. Due to the stay-at-home directives from authorities in California, New Jersey, and Illinois, as well as local shelter-in-place orders, our Canon service facilities in Costa Mesa and Burbank, California, Lyndhurst, New Jersey, and Itsaka, Illinois, are temporarily closed until further notice. Products needing repair can be directed to our factory service center in Newport News, Virginia. Please note that walk-in service is not available at this location. We apologize for any inconvenience and delays that may occur during this time. We greatly appreciate your patience and understanding. We encourage you to use our online system to set up service of your product at www.usa.canon.com repair. And I'll share a link to that. Uh, I'll share that link in the show notes for this episode. The spread of COVID-19 is rapidly evolving situation that is of great concern to everyone. Canon's commitment is to take proactive and proportional steps in accordance with all recommended procedures and protocols as advised by the CDC, the United States government, and state, regional, and local public health agencies. Again, we sincerely appreciate your patience and understanding as we continue to monitor the ongoing situation 
and follow the advice and guidance of federal and state authorities. The health and well-being of our customers, clients, and employees remains our top priority during this difficult time. As conditions change, we will take recommended and appropriate steps to restore and continue the excellent service that you have come to expect from Canon USA Incorporated. For updates and other information regarding COVID-19 measures, please visit our website, and I'll share a link to this section of Canon USA's website in the show notes for this episode. Next up, several deals on photo editing software are ending next week. Skylum, get $10 off the new Skylum Luminar 4.2 with coupon code Nikon Rumors. Only two days left, $30 off Aurora HDR. DxO is offering up to 30% off on all DxO software until March 31st, including the Nick Collection and the new DxO Photo Lab 3.2. Topaz Labs, the new Sharpen AI is on sale for $59.99, regularly $79.99 until April 3rd. Two different Topaz Labs bundles are also on sale. On One, save $30 on the new On One Photo Raw version 2020.1. Rocky Nook. Rocky Nook is offering 40% off all books, paperback, ebook, and bundles with coupon code Nikon Rumors. All available photography books can be found here, and I'll share a link to this article in the show notes. All camera guides are listed here as well. Adobe, save 20% on Adobe Spark. So, if you want to get in on any of these deals, now's the time to do it because the clock is quickly running out. Nikkor AFS Nikkor 120-300mm f2.8 EFLEDSR VR Alphabet Soup Lens is now shipping as of March 24th, 2020. Brad Hill confirmed on his blog that after the initial delay, the new Nikon AFS Nikkor 120-300 lens is now shipping in Canada. Nikkor 120-300 is also uh, available for pre-order at Adorama, B&H, Amazon, Wex, Park Camera, Calumet, and Camera Canada. I will share a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, some crazy low prices on Nikkor gear. The following Nikkor prices are in effect. The Nikkor Z35 F1.8 S, $599, regularly $846.95. The Nikkor Z24-70 F4S is $699, regular price is $996.95. The Nikkor 24-70 F2.8 E EDVR is $1496.95, down from a regular of $1896.95. The Nikkor 70-200 F2.8 EFLEDVR is 1876 down from its regular 2146. The Nikon 50mm f1.4G is 279 down from its regular price of 406. And the Nikon Z7 plus 24 to 70 F4S 2969 down from its regular price of $3,400. All of the discounted Nikon gear at Amazon is sold by Unique Photo, an authorized U.S. dealer. I am sure they have been, they have even more discounted Nikon items. You can see all the Nikon products that they sell, and I'll share a link to that, their page in the show notes for this article so that you can check it out for yourself. 
Nikon reveals delay to the Nikkor Z70-200 f2.8 VRS release date. The release date for the 70-200 Z mount 2.8 VRS telephoto lens will be postponed, Nikon Japan has announced. As well as the Nikkor 70-200, a number of small accessories are also affected by the postponement. The products were all originally set to be released on February 14th. Nikon Japan has posted a statement on its website citing product uh, production reasons for the delay and promising that a new release date will be revealed soon, but nothing concrete at this time. And I will share a link to that article uh, from the Nikon Japan website in the show notes for this episode so that you can check it out for yourself. All right, the last thing I want to talk about this week is an update on my Forgotten Pieces of Georgia project. If you're not already following uh, the project on the internet and on YouTube, I highly recommend that you do so. I'll include a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes for this episode so you can check it out for yourself. On Tuesday of this week, the video for Catoosa County released, and that is now available for consumption. And already scheduled are Henry County for March 28th, Whitfield County for March 31st, Murray County for April 4th, Gordon County for April 7th, uh, let's see here, Fannin County on April 11th, Gilmer County on April 14th, so there are quite a few of these videos that are already scheduled in the pipeline that we'll be releasing soon, so you definitely want to subscribe and hit the little bell icon to receive notifications as each video becomes available. Also, on April 18th will be the release of the Pickens County, Georgia video. Now, all of these videos are already uploaded to YouTube and scheduled to release on the dates I mentioned. The release dates um, are concrete. The time is 12 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when each of those videos will drop. The only one I have not actually uploaded and scheduled yet is Pickens. I'm going to finish the editing on that this afternoon once I get this episode of the podcast live for my listeners to check out. And then we'll have all of that covered. Now, again, if you have any, any ideas, any buildings that you know of in a county in Georgia, if you live in any of the counties, any of the cities, towns, whatever the case may be, course they're all in a county of one kind or another you can feel free to reach out to me via the youtube channel the forgotten pieces of georgia facebook group or you can additionally call and leave a voicemail or text the tip line at area code 770-605-5549 i'd greatly appreciate any assistance that you guys out there that live in georgia can give me with this project as I mentioned before, I want to try to document absolutely as many buildings as possible. Also, on the Liam Photography Podcast, you can call and leave a voicemail or text the show at 470-294-8191. If you have any questions, comments, uh, queries, anything you would like to hear covered in an upcoming episode, feel free to call or text the show at 470-294-8191. You can also email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. And I want to go ahead and thank all of my listeners again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to the show. And to remind you to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. The group is a private group, but you're welcome to join. You only have to answer one question to join the group. 
and that is the name of the host of the show, which is myself, Liam, or Liam Douglas. Either one will work. I am also opening it up so you can now also, as the answer, you can give the name of any of the guests I've had on the show in this past year or so. Uh, that would be Jill Mott, Ruben, John Harvell, Jeff Harmon from the Master Photography Podcast. Any of those people you can give as an answer, and that will get you in as well. And also, don't forget Ellie Cat, the wonderful Ellie Cat. Um, any of those answers will be accepted as well. Once you're in the group, you're welcome to post only your own original images. Please try to limit it to five images every 24 hours. You can do one at a time every so, so many hours throughout the day, or you can upload all five at once and let Facebook make that little slideshow. Uh, whatever you prefer is fine with us. And also, I just want to remind everybody, make sure you remain civil and polite in the Facebook group. We don't want any flaming or anything like that going on in there. And the whole reason why I have the group set as private and you have to answer that one question to join is to keep the bots and spammers out because everybody knows that bots and spammers totally ruin Facebook groups. Facebook's not a great platform to begin with, but until somebody comes up with something better, hopefully soon in the near future, <laughs> it looks like we're stuck with Facebook for now. All right, that wraps up episode 64 of the Liam Photography Podcast, and I will see you again in another seven days. Thank you.